The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. Top of the key. He's going to be hammered. He's going to pull up for the three. Got it at the buzzer. He got it. This Mount St. Joseph College Basketball game is brought to you by The Wishbone on Delhi Avenue. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. Call 330-830-9760. Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Mount St. Joseph University Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gymnasium for this game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the O.C. Lewis Gymnasium on the campus of Anderson University in Anderson, Indiana. I'm Dave Mitchell on UltimateSportsTalk.com, and we've got doubleheader Saturday for you today as the Mount St. Joseph Lions are on the road on the women's and men's sides both, and they'll be taking on the Anderson Ravens here at O.C. Lewis Gymnasium. It was a snowy trek over here. I don't know if it's hit Ohio yet, but I was told when I got here this morning about an hour and a half ago that... The snow started here in Anderson at about 3 o'clock this morning. And believe me, once you got about 20 miles outside of Anderson, it started getting a little slippery. And trying to get in here was kind of a trek. But nonetheless, we got here. The buses got here. And they are set to go this afternoon to play this doubleheader at Anderson University. The Lions come into this afternoon's ballgame with a record of 4-3 and three on the season. They are 1-1 one and one in Heartland Conference play, and they are coming in off of a heartbreaker on Wednesday night when they lost at home to Rose Holman by the final of 52-50. to 50. They had plenty of opportunities to win that ballgame, and we'll talk with head coach Dan Benjamin about that coming up later on in our pregame show. But they could not pull it off, and According to Dan, they just made some freshman mistakes. But it's because of those freshmen that the Lions have gotten off to such a good start this year. They've come along quicker than most would have expected. But after that game on Wednesday night, the tough loss by two, you kind of have to sit back and wonder just what their attitude is going to be coming in against a winless Anderson Ravens team today. This could be the ultimate definition of a trap game today for the Lions because they were ready to go against Rose Holman on Wednesday and now they've got to face one of the bottom teams in the conference in Anderson. And when you look at this Mount St. Joseph team, you've got to look at it and say that they have already done more than what a lot of people expected. With these four wins, they actually have doubled up what they did all of last year in winning two ball games on the entire season. They finished up 1-17 in the conference. They finished up with just two wins overall the entire season, and already they have won four. And now what they're trying to do is put together a nice winning streak and set themselves up in the second half of the conference season to make a tournament bid, and you'll hear Benjamin talk about that later on also. Coming into the season, the Lions had not won two games in a row since February 17th and 20th of 2016. That was over Hanover by four and Earlham by two. This year, 
they did it in the first two games of the season. Anderson, on the other hand, well, they've gone 5-20 and for two straight years, and the Ravens have lost 22 straight, dating back to December 31st at Adrian, Michigan, when they won 54-49. to They've now gone on to lose their last 14 games a year ago, and now they have gone winless in their first eight games this season. And on Wednesday night, they fell to host Franklin 54-38. to But good news for Anderson. This is the first of four games in a row on their home arena. So that'll be nice as they will be around for the Christmas holiday. They've got seven women averaging between 6.6 points per game and four points per ball game. And they're led by Olivia Love, their girl on the inside. Lindsay Shade, the head coach at Anderson, is in her third year. Dan Benjamin is the coach with the Lions. He's in his fourth season. These two teams met twice a year ago. They were the bottom two teams in the conference a year ago. And on November 30th of 2016, Anderson pulled out a nine-point win, 60-51. to But then the Lions came back and got some revenge on February 1st against Anderson at Harrington Center, and that was a 55-51 to win for Mount St. Joseph. We'll take a look at the schedule for today. Don't forget the men are coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon. We're going to be bringing you both games today on UltimateSportsTalk.com, and we'll be back right after this. For most military service members, returning home is a joyful time. But when these troops come home injured, it can be the beginning of a long and painful struggle to recuperate, a struggle that can affect their entire family. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes is a nonprofit organization that has put together an array of support services for these heroes. They include programs that help with jobs and financial aid, as well as conferences that can assist them on their road to recovery. The goal is to help our heroes and their families transition back to civilian life with pride and dignity. Our servicemen and women all volunteer to serve and defend this nation. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes can help you thank them for their sacrifices both on and off the battlefield. To learn more or to find out how you can volunteer to help at a VA hospital, call 1-888-44-SALUTE or visit saluteheroes.org on the web. The high school basketball season continues for Roger Bacon next Friday night. The Spartans will be back on the road in Dayton to play Chaminade Julien. The Eagles are ready to fly when the Spartans come to town. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday night as the Spartans travel north to play Chaminade. The pregame show will begin at 7.15 and the tip-off at 7.30. High school basketball is on the web Friday night from Dayton as Roger Bacon plays Chaminade Julien at 7.15 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And it was a tough loss last night for the Spartans of, Spartans of Roger Bacon as they fell to Bishop Fenwick in their outing. That was their first loss of the year. They're 2-1 heading into that game next Friday night against Dayton Chaminade Julian. We're about 21 minutes away from the tip-off. Nice venue here at the O.C. Lewis Gymnasium. It almost reminds you of the old Bowling Green Falcons University Gymnasium, although at that Anderson Arena, which is what it was called at the time. When you were doing a ball game, you were located way up top in the rafters, and you had to go across a catwalk to get into it, and there were more spiders in the old press box at Anderson Arena than there were people most of the time, but now they've built a new place. It's a little more updated, but this place, we are down right on the scorer's table near midcourt. To the left of us will be the Mount St. Joseph bench, so you may be able to hear Dan Benjamin 
do a lot of coaching here this afternoon as they get ready for this one. Our next broadcast game is coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, and that will be the men taking on Anderson. This one should be a very good one this afternoon on the men's side because Anderson has got one of the high-flying offenses in the Heartland Conference, averaging 92 points a game. But the Lions have been playing some excellent defense over the last five. They won four of their last five. So it's going to be a, the defense of the Lions being the key against the offense of the Ravens being their key this afternoon. That game's going to tip off at about 3 o'clock. And as I said, we're going to have both of those games for you here this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, as far as the men are concerned, Wednesday night they had some scores. And in the Heartland Conference, Bluffton defeated Erland 81-78. It was Transylvania over Hanover 95-81. And Franklin got by Anderson on Wednesday night. Get this score, 100-98. to How do you like scoring 98 points in a ball game and losing by two? In non-conference Heartland action, it was Thomas Moore edging Rose Holman 61-57. to Now... As we look at the conference records for the men so far this year, let's take a look at those, if I can bring up the conference records so far this season. We've got them here somewhere, but nonetheless, the conference records on the men's side, you've got Transylvania at 2-0. They're 5-0 overall. Mount St. Joseph at 2-0 also, so they're tied with Transylvania in first place. Then comes Hanover, Anderson, Bluffton, Defiance, Franklin, and Rose Holman, each at 1-1 one one in conference play. Earlham and Manchester are at 0-2. So today, on the men's side, you've got at 3 o'clock, Rose Holman playing at Transylvania. At 4 o'clock, Earlham will be at Manchester, Franklin goes to Defiance, and Bluffton will be in Hanover. As far as women's Wednesday scores, Rose Holman defeated Mount St. Joseph University, as we said, 52-50. Anderson lost to Franklin, 54-38. It was Hanover over Transylvania, 75-69. Bluffton over Earlham, 84-56. And Defiance beat Manchester by 15, 79-64. Today in action, Rose Holman is playing at Transylvania. That game's going to tip off at the same time this one is in about 15 minutes. Earlham is at Manchester, Bluffton goes to Hanover, and Franklin will be at Defiance. Now, as far as the women's standings are concerned in the Heartland Conference, Hanover and Rose Holman are each at 2-0. Bluffton is 1-0, so they're in third place. Then comes Transylvania, Mount St. Joseph, Defiance, Franklin, Earlham, all at 1-1 in the conference. Manchester is 0-2, and Anderson is and three in the Heartland Conference. So that's a look at the men's and women's conference standings. As we said, we're about 17 minutes away from the tip-off of this afternoon's ball game between the 4-3 and three Mount St. Joseph Lions and the 0-8 Anderson Ravens in the first game of our doubleheader. Women's action and then men's action at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more on Ultimate Sports Talk right after this timeout. Sport is the common denominator in the world. And if there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond. We want people to speak up, take the pledge, and rise up against racism. And we'll rise up. I pledge. 
to treat everyone with respect, respect, and dignity. I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up. Whenever I know discrimination is happening, and I will stand up, get up, rise up for victims. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. Exclusive access, premium tickets, travel and hospitality, all from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. Well, as we told you, it's getting a little slick on the roads outside of Anderson. So if you're heading down here for either this one or the men's game this afternoon, once you get about 20, 25 miles outside of Anderson, it's really going to hit and the roads are slick. So be careful coming in here this afternoon to watch both of these or either one of these ball games here today. Anderson, they're 0-8 on the season. And like we said, they have lost 22 in a row. They're 0-3 in the Heartland Conference. Their non-conference schedule, they ended up 0-5 on the season under head coach Lindsey Shade, who's trying to turn this program around. She's in her third year, 10 wins against 48 career defeats as the head coach. Here at home, they're 0-3. On the road, they were 0-4. And on neutral floor, they are 0-1 on the year. Now, they finished 5-20 and 20 the last two years under Shade. And on Wednesday night, they fell at Franklin 54-38. to 38. The Lady Ravens got off to a slow start in that game, trailing by 10 at the end of the first quarter and by 15 at the half. And then Anderson was outscored in the second half as they fell by that final 16-point margin. Olivia Love had a season-high 12 points. She had five of six attempts from the field. Megan Newby added seven points. Jordan Ware had a game-best seven rebounds in the ballgame. Eight of the 15 players on this year's Anderson women's basketball team are freshmen, and all eight came from the state of Indiana. Now, this year's class of recruits includes a pair of high school teammates in Hannah Hawkins and Lauren McGuire out of Madison Grant High School. Other first-year players are Megan Newby from Garrett High School, Jordan Ware from Elkhart Central, from West Washington is Rihanna Watson, Hannah Johnson from Mount Vernon in Fortville, Indiana, Hannah Dunn from Tippecanoe Valley, and Marlo McVay from Southmont High School here in Indiana. Now those 54 points that Franklin put on the board was the best defensive performance that Anderson has had this year. They're in the middle of an eight, well, at the end of an eight-game losing streak to start the season, and they have lost by an average of 21 and a half points per ball game. They've got nobody averaging in double figures. They've got seven women averaging between 6.6 and four points per ball game. Hannah Hawkins leads the team at 6.6 per game, and Hannah Dunn scores at an average of six points per ball game. They're averaging 44.3 points per contest and giving up defensively 67 points per ball game. This is the ultimate trap game for the Mount St. Joseph Lion women. You would think that they should be able to come in here and on paper roll over Anderson, but they're coming off a very, very emotional contest against Rose Holman on Wednesday night. 
That loss by two points put them at four and three overall, one and one in Hartley Conference play. They are three and two in non-conference games under head coach Dan Benjamin this year in his fourth season. He's won 30 games here at the Mount and lost 79. The Lions are two and two at home. They are one and one on the road and one and zero oh on a neutral floor. The Lions lost Wednesday night as we talked at the Harrington Center to Rose Holman by that two-point margin. They trailed at the half 31-26, but outscored the Fighting Engineers 18-7 in the third quarter to put themselves into the lead going into the fourth. And late in the quarter, Rose Holman was able to take the lead after a layup to go up by two points over the mouth. The Lions were unable to answer and tie the score, resulting in the final margin of 52-50. Matty Haberthy led the team, scoring 18 points in the ballgame. Laney Studer also added 10 points and 6 rebounds. And before today's ballgame, Dan Benjamin talked about that loss. Dan, as you head into this afternoon's ballgame, I've got to go back to Wednesday. That one was probably the biggest heartbreaker you've had in a long time. Yeah, no doubt, Dave, that was. Uh, you know, we had them beat. We were up six going in the fourth quarter. Um, we made some freshman mistakes at, at times. We came out of a huddle and called a play, and uh, freshman ran the wrong play. Uh, you can't have that happen at this level. And then we uh, secured a rebound, and, you know, you can never blame, blame any player for trying to make a play. But uh, Tuck tried to throw the ball the length of the floor and didn't realize that at this level we can call timeout and advance it. There's no need to throw it the length of the floor. There was like 30-some seconds, so we could have advanced it. We could have ran that clock down a lot being tied. Uh, instead, she threw a pass, and a girl tipped it, and they stole it and called timeout. Uh, they executed their play. We came out with a timeout. We came out with uh, a play for Maddie Haberthy looking for a three. She had a nice look. Uh, if you watch the film, you know you don't want to point at the officials, but she definitely got hit on the way down. At least it should have been a two-shot foul. Uh, but, you know, we missed it. The ball went out of bounds. We got another great luck. We threw an alley-oop, a little lob play to our post player, and she just missed the shot. And, you know, those are two freshmen that we're counting on. You know, no better time to put a little <laughs> extra pressure on them, let them handle the ball and do their thing. Uh, you know, hindsight's always 20-20, and uh, Laney was wide open on that first look that uh, we gave to Maddie because Laney's girl was so worried about Maddie being open, she chased her. Uh, you know, those are things we talked about in film. you got to recognize that and swing it and uh, – you know, I'm pleased with the effort. I'm pleased where we're at attitude-wise. Uh, you know, but uh, they know. They know. You know, we're better than four and three, and that's a great feeling. After the game, there was three or four girls crying in the locker room, and I flat out asked them. I said, uh, "Why does it hurt?" And we had four or five different answers, and then I said, "You know why it hurts? Because it means something to you now. Mm-hmm. We haven't had that in five years. It means something to you." And uh, so I'm excited to see what we're going to bring the rest of the year. And, you know, that's my job and my staff's job to maintain our attitude and our effort. And, uh, you know, this is a tough game, as we talked earlier. You know, they're 0-8, but they're a good ball club. Mm-hmm. You can never let down. And so, you know, if, you, if you've been around me the last couple of games, the Spalding game and then the Rose game, I had to call a timeout and rip them, you know, in the third quarter because they were just playing lazy. We had a lead, and they're like, ah, oh, we're okay. And, well, obviously Rose came back and took the lead and won. Uh, you know, Spalding, fortunately enough, we uh, held them off. But we're definitely as good as Rose, and they're a good they're a top 40 team in the country. So we're pretty excited about thinking about that possibility, but we got to continue to get better. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of girls' high school basketball throughout the years because my son's a varsity coach. So when you look at high school girls, especially the seniors, and they get a big lead, they do tend to back off because they know the other team doesn't have the capabilities of coming back. Now you're the next level. 
and you get a big lead on, an, on a team like that, they've got five good players on the floor no matter what, and they've got the capabilities of coming back. And just drilling that into the girl's head, I think, is a, is a chore. Oh, absolutely, and that's a great point you make. Uh, you know, and then I get mad at them, and I say, look, if you're better than somebody, I'm going to tell you. If you physically can't do something, I'm going to tell you. But effort and attitude has to play a huge role no matter what you do. And, you know, like the Spalding game, we got done. I was upset with them a little bit. And, they, you know, a few girls were asking me why. I said, you played selfish. If you guys would have played as hard as you did to build that 15-point lead, we'd have been up 25. And other girls would have saw the floor and got practice time or playing time. And then we could have seen what they could have done. I said, so you played selfish. But a lot of kids don't look at it that way when they're winning. And I said, it doesn't matter if you're winning. It doesn't matter if you got a job and you're making good money. If you're selfish, you're selfish. So, yeah. you know, that's one disappointment I had with the Spalding game. But I was pleased with the road win. You know, hopefully today we can uh, get another road win and keep our girls' uh, attitude and efforts going in the right direction. Just a couple more questions. Back to what we just talked about. I mean, when you're looking at this team, a lot of people don't realize you've already doubled up the amount of wins you had last year. You could look, you could pack it in for the rest of the year and call this a successful season, but I know that's not what you're going to do. Oh, absolutely not. And you know, our goal is to uh, try and be top four in the conference and, and host the tournament game and, and be in that tournament. That's what we want to accomplish. That's what I want this team to accomplish. And obviously, you got higher goals where we want to win the tournament and go to the NCAA. Uh, hasn't been done since 2003, I believe, and I harp on that every day. And I've had girls from day one say, "Coach, I want to ring." I said. Don't go after the ring. Let's build all the small wins up first and then let that happen. I said, uh, you know, you guys keep telling me you want this and that, but are you putting the effort into accomplishing that? I think we took a couple steps towards that over the last seven games. And uh, I, I think today if we can make another major statement and get a W coming out of here, which is a tough place to win uh, traditionally for us, you know, and get a week off before we play again, uh, would be huge, you know. We got uh, this game and two more before we have a break, and uh, these next three games are going to be crucial to our program. Dan, you and Anderson split last year, and you were at the bottom of the conference, the both of you. Do you look at this game not so much as a trap game, but an opportunity for to see just how much improvement you've made over last year? Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt, you know. Uh, you know, if you look at records, our improvement has been bigger than theirs. But again, like you said, Dave, I, I try to get the kids to understand. I don't care if you're 0 and 8. If you're 0 and 10, if you're 6 and 1, you got to come to play the game. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's not like some sports where you can just say, oh, we're going to be, you know, swimming is a good one. I know you can say, oh, this girl's done this. She can't shave so many seconds off. Uh, you know, anybody can get hot in basketball and at any time. And we know that. So yeah, this is important for our program. You know, this could put us at the, the five mark for, for wins and, uh, you know, and that propels you into recruiting. Uh, you know, they got a couple girls we went after, and uh, they got them, and uh, I'm sure they went after a couple girls that we got. And that's just the nature of the beast in the ACAC. But, uh, yeah, this will definitely set the tone as far as where our program is going to be here in the next uh, week to ten days. Good luck today. Thanks, Dave. Well, the one thing that you look at on this Anderson Ball Club and you look at the amount of girls that they've got from Indiana, it's just outstanding. Like we said, they brought in on this year's class of recruits, of eight of their 15 ball players are freshmen, and all eight came in from Indiana. As a matter of fact, they've only got two ball players from the state of Ohio. That's Brunel Williams, who is a senior. She doesn't get much playing time. She's from Whitehall Yearling in Columbus, Ohio. And from Marietta, Ohio, a sophomore, Audrey May. She's a 5'6 sophomore out of Marietta. So those are the two 
recruits that they've got on their ball club from the state of Ohio. Now, when you look at Mount St. Joseph and take a look at the amount of recruits that they've got from Indiana, it's almost identical. They've only got two. One is Sydney Skinner, who's hurt. She's from Springville, Indiana. She tore her ACL, and she's unable to play for the rest of the year. And from Aurora, Indiana, Oldenburg High School, Rachel Fairfield, the 6'3 senior center for the Lions this afternoon. So you look at the two ball clubs, and they are almost mirror images of each other. Last year they battled twice, as you heard in the pregame show, the pregame interview. They battled twice last year, and they were both at the bottom of the conference, and they split with each other. But Anderson just picked up a win late in the year that managed to put them over Mount St. Joseph as the seventh-ranked team in the conference instead of finishing in the basement. But today, when you look at this team, this is a really good opportunity for Dan Benjamin to say, okay, how much have we improved from a year ago? At a year ago at this time, they were in the same spot that Anderson is in right now. And now they've got the opportunity to see, are we a better ball club? Are we that much better? Are we better than the double up of wins that we've already accomplished here this season over last year? But we've also talked about this is the epitome of a trap ball game because the Lions played a very emotional game on Wednesday night against Rose Holman. They've got to get their act together and come out and be ready to play basketball here this afternoon because one of the big things is when you're playing, when if you watch the Cavaliers, here's a good analogy of it. When you watch the Cavaliers on Fox Sports Ohio, Austin Carr, the former Cavalier, always says doing the color commentary, you want to get out and put a team away. You don't want to let a team that is below you in talent come out and think that they've got an opportunity to win. You want to get them out of the game, get them out of sync immediately. And that's exactly what the Lions have to do here today. They have got to take Anderson out of their ball game. They've got to come out and in the first and the first half of the second quarter take control of this ball game and let Anderson know right away that they don't have a shot at winning today's ball game. How are they going to do that? Well, the keys to today's game, defensive pressure for the Lions. They've got to put the defense on the board and make sure that they force turnovers, but they've also got to eliminate the turnovers on offense, handle the ball, respect the basketball, and convert on turnovers here today. For Anderson, they need to control the tempo. They don't want this to become a high-scoring basketball game, and they need to control the glass here today. It is Anderson 0-8 on the season, 0-3 in Heartland Conference play, hosting the Mount St. Joseph Lions women at 4-3 and overall and 1-1 one and one in the Heartland Conference. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip-off is coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. 
talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. After two conference games in a week, the Mount St. Joseph Lions get a few days off to prepare for their next opponent this Saturday, Earlham. The Lions play four of their next six at home, with five inside the Heartland Conference. This is Dave Mitchell. This Saturday afternoon, the Lions are back in the Harrington Center at 3, and if you can't make the game with the Quakers, join me for the pregame show at 2.30. Mount St. Joseph hosts Earlham Saturday at 3, and you can catch all the action against the Quakers at 2.30 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. It's basketball time from the O.C. Lewis Gymnasium here on the campus of Anderson University. I'm Dave Mitchell as the winless Anderson Ravens taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Let's pause for our national anthem. Good crowd coming in here this afternoon at the Lewis Gymnasium here at Anderson University. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com as it's doubleheader Saturday. The Anderson Ravens hosting the Mount St. Joseph Lions here this afternoon. The men's team has made it down here. They are here. We talked to Justin Ray a little bit ago. We see Toby Kerrigan sitting up in the upper deck as they'll sit back and enjoy this women's game this afternoon. Let's check the starting lineup for today's game. First of all, for the visiting Mount St. Joseph Lions at 4-3 and three on the season, 1-1 one and one in Heartland Conference play. They will start at the guard position. Aaliyah Tucker, Tucker number 21, a 5-5 five, five freshman, and Laney Studer, number 13, a 5-7 junior. In the middle will be Aaliyah Huff. Huff is number 44. She's a 6-foot freshman. And at the forward positions will be Maddie Haberthy. She's number 23, a 5-5 five, five freshman. And Haley Hudson, number 12, a 5'8 junior. So it's Haberthy and Hudson at the forwards, Huff in the middle, Studer and Tucker at the guard positions for Dan Benjamin in his fourth year as head coach of the Lions. 30 wins, 79 defeats. He is assisted by Jessica Fields. Now for the homestanding Anderson Ravens. This is the first of four in a row that they will play at home. They're 0-8 on the year, 0-3 in the Heartland Conference. They will start at the four positions. Number 32, Tatum Minier. Minier is 6-1 sophomore. 
And at the other forward will be number 22, Rihanna Watson. She is a 5'8 freshman. In the middle is Olivia Love, number 20, a 5'8 sophomore. And in the backcourt is number 12, Megan Newby, a 5'7 freshman. And Carly Hackler, Hackler, number 23, a 5'7 sophomore. So it's Minier and Watson at the forwards. Love in the middle. Hackler and Newby at the guard positions for Lindsay Shade in her third year. Ten wins against 48 career defeats. She is assisted by Vanessa Tiarina and Ashley Williams. Lions adorned in their road blue uniforms with gold numerals, white trim. And Anderson in their home gray uniforms with orange numerals and black trim. Mount St. Joseph will be going from left to right across your computer screen as we get set to tip this one off. The first game of two, the men will get underway at 3 o'clock this afternoon. In the center circle is Love and Huff, and we are getting set to get this one underway. Good to have you along today. Ball is in the air, and it is in the backcourt, controlled by Anderson, and we're underway. Bringing it up the floor on the right-hand side is Newby. Newby hands it off around a pick set by Hackler. Hackler has the top of the circle. Now out front to Watson. Watson gets the basketball to Newby. Newby puts it up for 12. No good. Rebound tapped outside and it comes down into the hands of Laney Studer. Studer will bring it up the left-hand side. Back out front to Hannah Hudson. She puts it up. It's no good. And the rebound taken down by Love. Love will get it up the other way and she gets it into the hands of the point guard. Newby for Anderson. Newby hands it off to Hackler. Hackler dribbles across the top of the circle. Now back outside to Hannah Dunn. Dunn has started in this game. Puts up the shot. No good. So that's a sneak in at the last second. Up the floor. Tucker gets the ball to Studer. Lays it up on the run. Won't go. Ball loose on the baseline. Love last touched it. It goes out of bounds. And it will stay with Mount St. Joseph. No score so far in the ball game. Now the officials are going to confer. And now all three of them will confer and talk about this one. Well, I'll tell you what, you have got a disparity of sizes out there in officials today. One tall, one looks like me, and the other one, extremely small. 9.03 left to go. Inbound pass in the first quarter to Studer. Studer right in the lane. She'll pop it from 12. Got it. Pick up! Laney Studer with her first two. Mount St. Joseph with an early two-zip lead. Coming up the other way is Newby. Newby gets the ball underneath the love. She puts it up in the right block, up and in. So love ties the ball game at two apiece. 8.44 to go in the first quarter. Studer brings it across from left to right. Anderson looks like a 1-3-1 zone defense on the left-hand side. Is Tucker gets it to Studer. Nice feed underneath on the play to Hannah. Hudson, and Hudson puts it up no good, and the rebound comes down to Newby. Newby's going to bring it up the left-hand side. Newby back outside on the play to Rihanna Watson. Watson with the basketball back to Hackler. Hackler over on the right-hand side to Dunn, and Dunn puts it up from three and good. I'm going to check that. They're only going to give her two. So Dunn puts Anderson out in front of the ball game for the first time today at four to two. On the right side, Studer. Studer swings it down on the baseline to Hannah Hudson. Put it up no good, and Dunn lost the rebound out of bounds. 7.52 left to go. Now checking into the ball game is Courtney Merritt. Merritt, a 5'7 senior, number 15, for Mount St. Joseph. And leaving the ball game is Hudson. 7.52 left to go in this first quarter of play, and the inbounds pass made to Studer. Round of the line. 
Now Studer with the basketball. Back out front to Haberthy. Haberthy with it. Off to Studer. Studer back outside to Merritt. Now back out front to Studer. Studer with the basketball. Crossover dribble on the left-hand side. Merritt then walk with the basketball. Courtney Merritt walked with it from Capital. 7.35 left to go. First turnover of the ball game against either ball club. Bringing the ball up the floor is Newby. Newby with it. Lost the pick around a pick by Love. She's going to drive right side. Dump it off underneath the gun. Lit it up with the left hand. No good. Boy, they ran that play nice. And the rebound taken down by Studer. Studer brings it up on the run. Feeds it off to Merritt on the right side. She's going to drive right baseline and a blocking foul will be called on the way to the bucket. Foul is called on Olivia Love. That is her first. 7-16 left to go in this first quarter of play. It's 4-2 Anderson. Now Merritt's going to leave the ball game, and Hudson comes back in. Tucker's going to put the ball in play. Does to Haberthy. Now over to Studer. Underneath two. Huff. Huff put it up left side. Got the shot blocked out of the air on the play by Hannah Hawkins. Hawkins with her first block shot. And then she threw it up the floor, and Hackler dribbled it off her foot and out of bounds. 4-2. St. Joseph with the basketball now. On the right side is Studer. Top of the key. Studer with it. Off to Haberthy. Haberthy dribbles down to the right baseline. Pops the 17-footer. No good short. And the rebound taken down by Hannah Hawkins. Hawkins clears it off on the play to Megan Newby, and Newby will bring it across. She's the freshman point guard with the right-hand dribble around a pick set by Dunn. Ball taken away on the play by Studer. She's going to drive the length of the floor, lay it up and in. Studer with all four points in the ball game, and we're tied at four with six and a half left to go in the first quarter. Bringing the ball up the floor is Newby. Newby, boy, she handles it. Ball taken away again by Studer. Studer just picked her pocket up the right-hand side to the top of the key. Off to Haberthy. Nice bounce pass underneath to Huff, but Huff can't get a handle on it. Now feeds it back outside. Top of the key to Hudson. Around the horn it goes to Haberthy for the three. Off the side rim, no good. And Newby grabs the rebound. She'll bring it up on the run to the right side of the lane. All the way to the baseline. Lays it up. Blocked out of the air by Tucker. And it'll be saved on the left-hand side by Dunn. Dunn. Off to on the left hand side to Watson and Watson puts it up from six up and in. So it's a 6-4 lead now as Anderson has it. 5.49 left to go. And now timeout will be taken by Mount St. Joseph. Timeout on the floor. And your score with 5.48 left to go in the first quarter. It is Anderson 6 and Mount St. Joseph 4. If you like great food at a great price and great company, JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on Glenway is the place. Pete and his staff provide fast and attentive service with the food and their excellent craft beer selection with over 20 different names on tap. On Sundays, JTAPS has the NFL Sunday ticket with a different game each week. Mondays is wing night, Tuesday is boneless night, and Wednesday gyro night. Open at 11 a.m. Every day is a great day at JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill on 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, Dan Benjamin using his first time out of 30. And he'll have four left. 5.48 left to go in this first quarter of play. It's 6-4. Anderson on top of it. And bringing it up will be Studer. Studer with it against the 2-3 zone now that Anderson is showing. Studer with the basketball between the circles. Lobs it right of the lane to Rachel Fairfield. Swings it over on the left baseline to Tucker. Back outside to Haberthy, left wing. Now to Studer. Dribbles right of the lane. Gets it off on the right baseline. And a three-second violation called against Rachel Fairfield. Second turnover of the ball game 
Now Merritt will check back in and Hudson will leave. 5.30 left to go in this first quarter of play. It's 6-4. Lions down by two. And bringing it up across the timeline will be Jaslyn Needler, who's into the ball. She's a 5-4 sophomore. Tried to feed a pass underneath. Stolen away by Mount St. Joseph. Up the floor, Tucker. Tucker with it on the right-hand side inside the arc. Now backs it out front. Gets it off to Studer right corner. Got the pass knocked away. And it's picked off the floor by Tucker out near the timeline in front of the scorer's head. Tucker dribbles right of the circle. Now top of the key. Tucker with it on the left-hand side to Haberthy. Goes cross court to Studer, back top of the key to Tucker. She's all alone for the three, off the back iron. Nope, Studer got the offensive rebound. Studer gets it back off the Merritt right corner. She'll drive the lane, lay it up with the left hand. Nope, rebound taken down by by Fairfield. No, Merritt got it back, shot an air ball, and Love grabs the rebound. So Anderson with the basketball, they throw it up the floor, stolen away by Tucker. Tucker brings it up the right side, all the way to the bucket, lays it up, won't go, but she's going to be fouled on the way to the hole. 4.35 4.35 left to go, and the foul will be called on Jaslyn Needler. That is her first. And that is the second team foul against the Ravens here in the first quarter. So Tucker will go line right, shooting two, puts it up, and rattles it in and out. No good. Thing was halfway down and came out. Haberthy out of the ball game. And McKenzie Mark- Markham. The 5-4 freshman into the contest now for Dan Benjamin. 6-4, Tucker trying to split the pair. Puts it up, and it's good. So Tucker with her first point of the ball game. Dunn is back in. Now Tucker is leaving. And checking into the contest for Mount St. Joseph is Latia Wynn. Win the 5-4 freshman, checks into the ballgame. Full court pressure now put on by the Lions. Up the floor on the right-hand side is Rodnika McCormick. Get the pass underneath the love. Now to Dunn inside the center circle. Down on the left baseline to McCormick. McCormick then dribbled the left baseline, but a three-second violation is going to be called underneath on Love. That's three turnovers throughout this first quarter on Anderson with 4.20 left to go in it. 6-5, Ravens on top of it. Studer on the right-hand side. Goes to Markham. Now Markham with it out the right wing to Studer. Underneath the Fairfield turnaround shot blocked by Love. Pulled out of the air on the play by Newby. Newby will bring it up on the right side. Feeds it off to Love. Laid it up and in. 8-5 your score. Check that. That's going to be given to McCormick. McCormick with the bucket. That's her first two. Anderson with a three-point lead. Studer with the basketball. On the right-hand side to Markham. Back to Studer. Off the win on the left wing. And Win walked with the basketball. Four turnovers in the ball game against Mount St. Joseph. Three. Juan Anderson. Now Love is leaving the ball game. And Hannah Hawkins is checking back in for Anderson. Huff is coming back in for Fairfield from Mount St. Joseph. So Markham's out on the floor with Wynn, Studer, Merritt, and Huff for the Lions. Newby's going to bring it up the floor. She's got McCormick on the floor with her along with Dunn. Got the ball stripped away. Studer took it away again. Studer drives the length of the floor. She'll lay it up with the right hand short. Blew the layup and the rebound taken down by Hannah Dunn. Dunn in the backcourt. Swings a pass into the frontcourt to McCormick. Dribbles down to the right baseline. She'll put it up from five. Short off the glass. No good. Rebound taken down by Hawkins. Up and in. 
Hawkins with her first two, and it's a five-point Anderson lead at 10-5. to five. Studer on the right side to Markham, back to Studer, inside the lane to Huff. Now back out front to Markham. Markham lost the handle, but Studer chases it down near the timeline. Studer swings it over to the left-hand side to win. Win with it at the left wing, back to Studer. The Lady Lions just don't look like they're ready to play today. On the right side, Markham, they're fumbling the basketball around too much. Studer, top of the key, three, grilled it. That might have been from NBA range for Studer. She's got seven, and it's 10-8. Well, she took that one from downtown Anderson. Bringing it up the floor is Newbie. Anderson with the two-point lead and the ball. On the right-hand side, Anderson with it, gets the ball. Off the Dunn, ball knocked away, picked up off the floor by Newby on the left wing, dribbles down to the left baseline, curls it back out front, almost double dribbled with it, now off to McCormick, McCormick with seven on the shot clock, McCormick down to the right baseline, it goes to McCormick, she puts it up, no good, rebound taken down by Dunn, Huff grabbed the rebound away from her, and she was fouled from behind as she fell over the top of Hannah Hawkins, that will be her first. And the third against Anderson as a team. Now Haberthy back into the ball game. So is Tucker, leaving his Studer and Wynn. 2-10 left to go in this first quarter of play. And the Lions are down by two at 10-8. Tucker's going to run the point with Studer out of the ball game right now. Tucker on the left-hand side. It goes to Markham. Back to Tucker. Tucker swings it to Markham on the left wing. Now Tucker top of the circle on the right side to Haberthy. To Markham left wing, top of the key, Tucker. Over to Haberthy for the three right wing off the back iron. No good. And the ball chased down in the corner by Love. She's double teamed in the corner, but gets it up the floor to Newby. Newby down underneath. It goes to Hawkins. She'll put it up. No good, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket. And she'll go to the line shooting two. Foul will be called on Aaliyah Huff. That's her first, and that's the first team foul against Mount St. Joseph early in this game. Rachel Fairfield's going to come in at the next buzzer, and Hawkins puts that one up no good. Now Fairfield checks in. Huff will leave. Second one by Hannah Hawkins. She's got two. She'll try to split the pair. Puts that one up with a minute 38 left to go. No good. And the rebound chased down in the corner by Rihanna Watson. Anderson just a step quicker than Mount St. Joseph early in this ball game. Taking it to the hole is Newby. Newby missed it. Got her own rebound. Gets it off the love. Now back to Newby. Newby with it. Top of the circle. Newby outside and she's going to be tripped up by Haberthy and fouled. That's the first one on Maddie Haberthy. And the second team foul against the Lions. A minute 19 left to go in the first quarter. It's 10-8. And this one's been a struggle for the Lions. Inbounds pass to Love. Love left to the lane. Gets a step through post move. No good. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Love. And it'll go back to the Lions. Boy, Love's got nice post moves, but you get the impression she can't play very long because of stamina reasons. 10-8, your score. Anderson leads it by two. Tucker, nice feed underneath the Merritt. Laid it up and in. Merritt was all alone, and Tucker found her underneath. That's her first two, and we're tied up, this time at 10. Newby behind the back dribble into the front court, hounded by Haberton. Newby top of the circle. Back out front to Rihanna Watson. 
Watson on the left-hand side to Newby. Newby around a pick on the play by Hawkins. Now Newby drives right side, gets it out on the right wing to Hackler. Put it up no good, and the rebound tacked out front to Hackler. Hackler with it on the left wing. It goes to Newby to Watson again, and then Watson missed the shot, grabbed the rebound, and fell down and walked with the basketball. Back into the ball game is Hannah Dunn. She's got two points, and leaving is Love with two points also and three rebounds. Mount St. Joseph will have the basketball. 30 seconds to go. There's about a two-second separation between the game clock and the shot clock here at the end of the quarter. Tucker with it between the circles on the right-hand side. Markham back to Tucker. Tucker over to Haberthy, left wing against the 1-3-1. Now back out front. Tucker near the center circle. 14 seconds to go. 12 on the game clock, 9 on the shot clock. With it is Tucker. Tucker on the right side, Markham, right baseline, Merritt. Merritt's going to drive inside the lane, throw it up with the left hand, threw it way too hard. Rebound taken down by Dunn, and the shot clock went off, but Anderson already had the basketball. They're going to have to put some time on the clock. There's just a tenth of a second left to go in the first quarter, but actually that shot was thrown up with about three, and it missed everything, and the shot clock went off. There was about two and a half seconds in between the game clock and the shot clock. And now the officials are going to stand and talk about it again. 10-10 your score here in the first quarter of play. As the Lions just having a tough time shooting the basketball. I'd like to see the shot chart, but we don't have any live stats for it this afternoon's ball game so far. And I don't think any of the officials actually know how much time should be put on the clock. I've seen people take shorter times ordering at McDonald's. And now they're going to come over and talk about it. And they're going to put 2.8 on the scoreboard. So there's 2.8 seconds left to go in the quarter. Anderson will inbound it. They do to Newby, and after all that, Anderson's just going to run out the clock. That'll be the end of the first quarter of play from O.C. Lewis Gymnasium. Your score, it's Mount St. Joseph 10 and the Ravens 10. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based health care practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. After years in the same location, the Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're not just yards behind their old location into the Delhi Plaza. But only the location changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best wings and burgers in town and offer a relaxed family-style atmosphere. With a full menu of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11, now in the Delhi Plaza. Well, it's 10-10 here at the end of the first quarter of play as we take a look at the stats. And the thing that I'm interested in seeing is just what Mount St. Joseph is shooting. And it's atrocious. Four of 19 from the field in the first quarter, 21%. 
from the field for Mount St. Joseph to add up to their 10 points, while Anderson, 5 of 14 from the field for 35% early in this first half of action. As we head to the second quarter, Studer is out on the floor with Tucker. Haberthy, Huff has got the basketball. Now outside the Studer, she's going to shoot the top of the key. Three drilled. Studer has got 10 of the 13 points for the Lions, and now they lead it 13 to 10. Into the front court for Anderson. They've got the basketball to Hackler. Hackler tried to feed it to Newby, stolen away by Tucker. Up the floor it goes to Haberthy. Haberthy into the front court. Haberthy with it off to Hudson. Gets it on the right side to Tucker. Pump fake, dribbles back out front. Now to Haberthy, top of the key. On the right wing, Tucker. Tucker with it. Looking underneath, 15 on the shot clock. Goes outside, Studer's going to shoot the left wing three short. Rebound, Tucker skied for it. Kicks it back out to Haberthy from three from the right wing. No. And the rebound taken down by Hawkins. Hawkins clears it up the floor to Newby. Bounce pass to Hackler on the right side. Hackler off to Hawkins. Hawkins lost the handle of the basketball. Picked up off the floor by Hudson. Now to Haberthy the other way. She's going to drive the length of the floor. Lay it up and in. Haberthy with her first two. Timeout, Anderson. 8.51 left to go in the half. Your score, it's now Mount St. Joseph 15 and the Ravens 10. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, they ended up the first quarter shooting 21% from the field, but the Lions now have come out and scorched Anderson with five points early, just a minute nine into the second quarter, and they lead it 15-10. to 10. Whatever Dan Benjamin said in between quarters evidently worked. Bringing up the floor is Newby. Newby with the basketball. Now on the right-hand side to Rihanna Watson. And Rihanna Watson got the ball to Hawkins, and Hawkins immediately shuffled the feet. Early in that first half, as far as turnovers are concerned, Anderson had nine. They've committed two here in the second quarter. And they've got 11 in the ball game so far. Studer kicks it out to Tucker, right wing. Tucker with eight and a half left to go in the half. On the right side to Hudson. Now back to Tucker. Tucker back over to Hudson. Now to Studer on the right side underneath the Huff. Huff put the body inside, laid it up from two. Got it. Aliyah Huff with her first two. That's seven in a row scored by the Lions, and they lead it 17 to 10. Into the front court for the Lions, or for. Anderson, excuse me, is Newby and reaching in is Tucker and got called for the foul. They're going to say she got her with the arm bar. She reached in and knocked the basketball away. So Tucker picks up her first personal and that is the first team foul against the Lions here in the second quarter. Inbounds pass made to Love. Love into the front court. She's going to hand it off to McCormick. Lay it up. No good. Rebound loose on the baseline. Picked up by Anderson. Gets it back to Love. Love hit the bottom of the rim. Got the ball again. Put it up. It's a block from behind by Studer. And a foul will be called on Studer. That's the first on Laney. Looked like she had all ball, but the officials saw 
differently. So going line left is going to be Love. Love has got two points in the ball game. Now make it three. Breaks the string of seven in a row for the Lions. They lead it 17 to 11. Second one by Love is up. That one rims in and out. Rebound tapped outside by Hudson. It goes right into the hands of Tucker. Tucker will bring it up into the front court. Tucker with the basketball. Put it up. No good. Rebound taken down by Love. Love with it. Now gets the ball into the back court to Needler. And Needler will bring it up on the run. Boy, she's quick. Off on the right-hand side. Needler lobbed the pass underneath. Taken away by Habersey. Bounce pass up the floor. Tried to get it to Studer. It skipped right by her and out of bounds. Five turnovers in this first half on the Lions with 7.28 left to go in the first half of action. McCormick into the ball game. Needler's going to bring it across the timeline. Needler with the basketball between the circles. Gets a bounce pass on the right side to Jordan Ware. Ware put up the shot. No good. Ware got her own rebound. Laid it up. No. Ware again with the rebound up and in. Jordan Ware just came into the ballgame and she's making her presence known with a couple of offensive rebounds and two points and it's 17-13. The Lions with the lead. Studer, right side to Haberty, now back to Studer. Studer swings it to the left side to Tucker, down in the left baseline to Hudson for three, spun it in and out, no. Huff got the rebound left of the lane, top of the key, Studer, she'll drive right of the lane, lay it up, no, and a foul on the way to the bucket and Studer will go to the line. Shooting two. Foul called against Anderson, and it is on Hannah Dunn. That's her first. Anderson's first here in the second quarter. Studer will go line right. She's got 10 points to lead all scorers here this afternoon, and she'll go to the line shooting two with 6.46 left to go in the first half. Studer spins it in and out. No good. Hackler coming back into the ball game. The 5-7 sophomore leaving his wear. 17-13, the Lions with the four-point lead. Studer the second one. One dribble, dips, shoots, got it. Studer with 11, splits the pair. 18-13, Lions with the lead. Needler into the front court. Feeds it off onto the left baseline to Dunn. Underneath pass, Hackler back out front with it to McCormick. McCormick got the pass knocked away, stolen away by Hudson. Hudson will bring it up the other way. Feeds it off to Haberty, underneath to Huff. Huff got shoved from behind on the play by Dunn, and the foul will be called on Dunn. It's one thing to shove somebody behind, but when the ball's coming into them, it's kind of obvious what happened. And Huff just fell face forward into the hard court. Hawkins back into the ball game for Anderson, along with Love. Leaving is done. And Watson. 18-13, Lions with the lead. Second game coming up at three. That's the Anderson men and the Mount St. Joseph We'll have that one for you also here today. With the basketball, Studer. Studer top of the circle, right of the elbow to Huff. Huff got the ball knocked free from behind. Ball picked up, sent up the floor to McCormick. McCormick, they got her pocket picked by Haberthy. Ball loose on the floor. The officials are going to call a jump ball when nobody really had possession. And the alternating jump ball is going to give it back to Anderson. So they'll have it underneath their own bucket on the right side. Nobody really had possession, but the officials jumped in, choosing safety over possession. Inbound pass. 
Goes underneath to Newby. Newby put it up left-hand side. No good. Bounced it in and out. And the rebound taken down by Hudson. Gets it up the floor to Haberty. Haberty with it on the right-hand side. Hudson with it on the left wing. Drives the lane. Dumps it off to Huff. Huff forces it up. No foul called. She got hammered. Hit the bottom of the rim. And the rebound taken down by Anderson. Newby will bring it into the front court. Newby drives the lane. Bounce pass underneath the Hawkins. Right side laid it up and in. Hawkins with four, and it's a three-point Lions lead. Studer, left wing to Tucker. Tucker back out front to Studer. Studer with it between the circles. Right wing to Haberstein. Now back to Studer. To Huff inside the lane. Dumps it off to Hudson, left corner. Back out front to Studer. Left wing to Tucker for the three. Left wing, nope. Rebound, Huff right back. Hit the front iron, no. And the rebound taken down by Love. Lions have had their opportunities, but just cannot get the shots to drop here in the last couple of minutes. Newby on the right sideline. Dribbles in against Tucker to the right baseline. Now to Lane. Gets it off to Love. Love's going to lay it up inside the lane. No good. Rebound out of bounds. And it'll go back to the Lions. Checking into the ball game again. Rihanna Watson with two. And Ware with two. Sitting down is Love and McCormick. Merritt's going to come into the ball game also for Mount St. Joseph. She's got two, the sophomore, 5'7". 5'02 left to go in the first half of play. 2-3 zone by Anderson being shown now as Studer will bring it up from left to right. Laney with it on the left-hand side to Tucker. Tucker with the basketball. Now back out front to Studer. Inside the lane to Huff. Huff turns around. Blocked out of the air by Hawkins. Ball loose on the floor. It'll be a jump ball, and the Lions will get it back. So the Lions will have it with 4.49 left to go. Fairfield's going to come back in for the Lions now at this dead ball, and Huff will turn around and walk off the floor. 18-15, Lions by three. Tucker inbounds the ball right of her own bucket. Out front to Haberthy. Now out between the circles to Studer. Studer looking underneath. Anderson. Looks like they're playing a man-to-man, but it could be a matchup zone the way that they're, they're falling back. With it is Studer. Studer left of the circle. Back to Tucker. Two on the shot clock. Haberthy's going to have to put it up, but they're going to say she shuffled the feet before she ever could put the shot up. That's six turnovers in the ballgame against the Lions. Just a mental mistake there by the Lions as they forgot how much time was left on the shot clock. 4.28 left to go in the game clock, and Newby brings it across. Behind the back dribble, knocked away by Studer, but Newby got it back. Studer's done that a lot to Newby. Newby with it, down to the left baseline. She's going to pop it from 15, air ball, and Merritt took down the rebound. Merritt gets it up the floor. She adjusts her headband, bringing it up the left side, gets it off to Tucker. Top of the key all alone for the three, short, and the rebound taken down by Watson. Watson gets it up the floor on the left-hand side to Hackler. Hackler left baseline, back to where? Bounce pass coming into the lane, laying it up and in is Watson. Watson with four, and the Lions have almost seen their eight-point lead eliminated. It's now 18-17 Lions. Tucker, top of the key, Studer, out of Fairfield. Left side to Haberthy. Now top of the key to Studer, left of the lane. Back out front to Haberthy, top of the key. Bounce pass to Fairfield at the free throw line. Down on the right baseline to Merritt. Merritt double team, dribbles out of the double team. 
Seven on the shot clock. Top of the key, Haversey. Haversey down to the right wing. Two on the shot clock. Ball knocked away. And it'll be another shot clock violation. Another shot clock violation on the Lions. And they give it back to Anderson. Leading only by a point. 18-17. And now, what are we going to have here? They're going to call, they're going to say it wasn't a shot clock violation. No, it was a shot clock violation. So, shot clock violation gives it back. Newby will bring it across for Anderson. Newby left wing. Lobs a pass underneath. Knock free. Stolen away by Haberty. Haberty will bring it the other way from left to right. Bounce pass to Studer. She'll lay it up and in on the right side. Studer has got 13 in the ball game. And it's 20 to 17. Lions finally get a bucket. They have been stagnant for the last three minutes. Top of the key, Newby. Newby dribbling in against Studer. She'll lay it up on the right side. Got it. First time Newby's been aggressive going to the bucket. She's got her first two. And it's a one-point Lions lead. Fairfield at the free throw line. Shoots it for 15. No good. And the rebound will be taken down by Ware. Ware clears it off to Newby. Anderson with the ball. And they can take the lead with 2.25 to go in the half. Newby with it between the circles. We're on a pick by Hawkins and a blocking foul. Well, the official called a blocking foul, but they're going to call the foul on Haberthy. Second foul on Maddie Haberthy. That's the third against the Lions as a team. Ware and Hawkins will leave. McCormick's back into the ballgame with Love. 2.22 left to go. Shot clock resets itself to 30. Inbounds pass, Hackler inbounded to McCormick, and McCormick about got hit square in the face with it. She didn't see it coming off the newbie. Newbie between the circles, dribbles around a pick by Love. Newbie at the left wing, top of the key to McCormick, now underneath the Love, laid it up and in. Love with five, and Anderson has taken the lead at 21 to 20. They've eliminated a seven-point Lions lead early in this quarter. Tucker. Gets it to Fairfield at the free throw line. She's going to shoot it from 17. No good. Fairfield, her own rebound. One dribble. Back up. No. Rebound, Tucker. Tucker with the basketball. Back outside. Put up and in by Studer. Studer got the bucket. Now full court pressure. She's got 15 in the ball game. Full court pressure in the backcourt. Newby got the ball knocked free. And a reach-in foul is called against Studer. And that's her second. Lions lead it 22-21. Now Markham's going to check back into the ballgame. Studer will sit with those two personal fouls, and as she comes off the floor, I know what she's going to say. She never touched her. 22-21. Putting the ball in play. Hackler in the backcourt. Hackler with it. Dribbles in the backcourt. Full court pressure. Got it off to Newby. Newby around Haverford. Into the front court. Left of the lane. Pulls up from 12. Off the back iron, but it fouls in. Newby with four in the ball game, and it's now a Ravens one-point lead at 23 to 22. A minute 10 to go in the first half. Tucker with the basketball, left-hand side to Markham. Now back to Tucker to the free throw line. Fairfield, she's going to shoot it for 15. Got it. They're going to drop off Fairfield until she hits that shot consistently. She's taken it. That's the first time she's hit it. It's her first two. And the Lions with the lead again at 24-23. 45 seconds to go in the first half. 16 on the shot clock. Outside, 
Markham. Now to McCormick. McCormick dumps it off underneath to Watson. Watson with it right side. Got it to Watson with it. Put it up and in. Watson with six, and Anderson has regained the lead at 25-24. 25 seconds to go in the half, and the shot clock is off. Tucker will bring it up from left to right. Tucker looking at Fairfield against that 2-3 zone. The free throw line, they got it to Fairfield. Fairfield got the ball knocked away, but gets it back to Tucker. Ten seconds, nine seconds. On the right side, Markham. Top of the key, Tucker. Left wing, Haberton. Top of the key, Tucker. Four seconds all alone for the three. Drilled it! Tucker got it at the buzzer, and that is the end of the first half of play. Tucker with her first three of the ballgame. She's got four, and the Lions have regained the lead going into the half. Your score at halftime, it's now Mount St. Joseph 27 and the Ravens 25. Inner Blessings, Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, here at halftime, it's 27-25. Lions lead it by two. They shot only 21% from the field in the first quarter. They improved it a little bit. And at halftime, they're shooting 29%. But still, they've got to start hitting consistently their shots in order to pull away in this one. They lead it by two. 27-25. We'll take a look at the stat story here at halftime from Anderson right after this. Celebrate the soggy shoes. And the slow starts. Celebrate the lessons learned along the way. These are the wins. Not the shiny nail-biting kind. These are the last a lifetime kind. St. Middle and high schools are now requiring service learning hours. The number of high school students who volunteer nearly doubled the number of college students. In 2004, the percent of college students who volunteer peaked at 31.2%. By 2010, that rate dropped to 26.1%. Once students get to college, many feel like they have too many other obligations and not enough time to volunteer. But these students are missing out on an enriching experience. 
As a volunteer, you will step out of your comfort zone working in teams with people of all ages and different backgrounds. You will have the chance to increase your social and relationship skills. You will be able to apply what you learned in the classroom to the real world. You will acquire skills that will help build your resume and make you a more competitive job applicant. And best of all, volunteering will create a positive change in your community and make you feel good. So try to balance your time and find a few hours where you can volunteer with one of the many amazing organizations in your community. There is a volunteering opportunity out there for everyone and many resources you can use to find what will best fit you. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Uh, Dave Mitchell back here at the O.C. Lewis Gymnasium on the campus of Anderson University. 27-25. Lions lead it by two thanks to Aaliyah Tucker's three-pointer at the buzzer at the end of the first half to give the Lions the lead here at halftime. Boy, it's been a close one. It's been nip and tuck all the way through this entire first half. Anderson has led it five times. So has Mount St. Joseph. The lead has changed hands six times. And the game has been tied up three times throughout this first half of action. Let's take a look at the stats, first of all, individually, for Mount St. Joseph here this afternoon. Leading the way is Laney Studer. Studer's got 13 points so far in the first half, two fouls in 16 minutes. She's got four steals, one assist on five of eight from the field, two of three from three-point range. One of them was pretty close to the center circle from the top of the key. And she's one of two from the free throw line. Four points going to Aaliyah Tucker, thanks to that three-pointer at the buzzer. She's in 18 minutes. Aaliyah Tucker with four, one of five from the field, one of four from three-point range, and one of two from the free throw line. She's also got three rebounds in the ball game, three assists, and two steals in the contest. Four points going to Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy, one of the leading scorers for the Lions. She's got to get going here in the second half. Two of seven from the field. 0 of four from three-point range. She has not been to the line as of yet. She's got four points, two fouls, three assists, and two steals in the first half of play. Two points going to Aaliyah Huff, one of five from the field. She's got three rebounds. Two of them offensive, one defensive in the ballgame. Two points, one foul, and one steal. Also for the Lions, Courtney Merritt has got two points, one of four from the field. Two rebounds, one offensive, one defensive for those two points. She's got one block shot in the ballgame in 11 minutes of play. And finally, Rachel Fairfield, one of four from the field. She's got one rebound so far in the ballgame, two total points in seven minutes of play. The Lions were 11 of 38 from the field for 29% in that first half. They were 3 of 13 from three-point range for 23%, and from the line they were 2 of 4 for 50%. They also committed seven turnovers in the first half compared to forcing 15 for Anderson in the first half of play. Now for Anderson in the ball game, they are being led in the contest by Olivia Love. She has got seven points here this afternoon, three of six from the field, one of two from the line, five rebounds for Love, one offensively. 
She's got seven points, one foul in 11 minutes of play. Six points going to Rihanna Watson. Watson, three of five from the field, 0 of one from three-point range. Six rebounds for Watson, two offensively. And she's got two two assists in the ballgame in 11 minutes. Four points going each to Megan Newby on two of seven from the field. Four rebounds for Newby from her point guard position. She's also got four assists in 15 minutes. And four points going in the contest to, check that, five points, excuse me, to Hannah Hawkins. Two of two from the field, 0 of two from the line. She's got five rebounds. Hawkins with two offensive rebounds, three defensive rebounds. Four points, two block shots, one steal in 11 minutes of play. And two points each to Hannah Dunn, one of two from the field. Two points, two rebounds, and nine minutes of action. And Jordan Ware has got two points, three rebounds in the ballgame. One of four from the field in nine minutes of play. Anderson went 43% from the field in the first half on 12 of 28 shooting. They have not hit a three-pointer. They are 0 for 3 from three-point range. And from the free-throw line, they were 1 of 4 for 25%. Rebound-wise, they grabbed 26 rebounds. They're out-rebounding Mount St. Joseph, 26 to 19. Of those 26 rebounds, 10 of them were offensive. Now, the Lions have grabbed 19 rebounds, but of those 19, 11 of them have been on the offensive end of the floor. Inside the paint, that's where Anderson's making hay. They're outscoring Mount St. Joseph 16-12, to and off turnovers is where Mount St. Joseph is getting their points. Points off turnovers 11-4. The Lions compared to just 2-4 Anderson. It was 10-10 at the end of the first quarter of play. And in the second quarter, Mount St. Joseph outscored Anderson 17-15, and they lead it here at the half. 27 to 25. We'll be back to preview the men's game coming up at 3 o'clock today on Ultimate Sports Talk. We'll do that right after this. Everybody knows that high school sports generate suspense, excitement, and drama. They also generate higher grade point averages, stronger work habits, and greater self-esteem. Everybody knows that high school sports give us more value for our entertainment dollar. They also give us leaders committed to strengthening communities right here in Ohio. The true value of playing sports in school can't be measured in wins and losses or dollars and cents. Studies show that participation in sports, along with other extracurricular activities, is one of the best ways to teach leadership, cooperation, accountability, and other invaluable life skills. Don't just stand on the sidelines. Encourage the young people you know to get in the game. When you do, you'll be helping them get ahead in life. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The high school basketball season continues for Roger Bacon next Friday night. The Spartans will be back on the road in Dayton to play Chaminade Julien. The Eagles are ready to fly when the Spartans come to town. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday night as the Spartans travel north to play Chaminade. The pregame show will begin at 7.15 and the tip-off at 7.30. High school basketball is on the web Friday night from Dayton as Roger Bacon plays Chaminade Julian at 7.15 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, if you heard this afternoon's pregame show with Dan Benjamin, this is exactly what he was afraid of, and we alluded to the comments that Austin Carr always makes during the Cleveland Cavalier games. You've got to go out 
and a team that you should be, you've got to take control of the game right away. And that is not what the Lions did here in the first half of play. They let Anderson believe here at halftime that they can win this basketball game down by two. Now it's up to the Lions early in this third quarter to take control of the basketball game and make sure that Anderson really has no thoughts about winning their first game of the season here this afternoon. Well, in the second game of our doubleheader, it is going to be a fast and furious affair, and it's not going to be with Vin Diesel. It's going to be the Mount St. Joseph Lions at 4-3, and three, winners of four of their last five, 2-0 and oh in the Heartland Conference, taking on the Anderson Ravens at 4-2, and 1-1 one and one in Heartland Conference play. Take a look at the scoring averages and defensive averages for both ball clubs. For Anderson, they're averaging 92 points a game. They're the top offensive club in the Heartland Conference so far this year. They're giving up 81.5 points per ball game. That's because they get the ball up and down the floor so quickly the opponents get a lot more shots than they normally do. For the Lions, they're averaging 76 points a game, and they're giving up 72.6, 64 points defensively in conference play. So the Lions are going to have to play some pretty sturdy defense here this afternoon against the high-flying Ravens if they can win this game today. That game's going to tip off at 3 o'clock. We're just going to keep it right here. We're just going to keep it right here during the halftime and bring you that contest coming up later on this afternoon. That will be at 3 o'clock today on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And we apologize. We appear to be having some Internet problems here today. So we apologize for what's happening here. We are disconnected right now. Now we're back on the air. We apologize for that. So we appreciate you sticking around with us here today. 27-25, your score here at halftime. Mount St. Joseph leads it by two and we'll be back with the second half action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast has been made possible by Interbalancing's Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. And by J. And the shot Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. After two conference games in a week, the Mount St. Joseph Lions get a few days off to prepare for their next opponent this Saturday, Earlham. The Lions play four of their next six at home with five inside the Heartland Conference. This is Dave Mitchell. This Saturday afternoon, the Lions are back in the Harrington Center at 3. And if you can't make the game with the Quakers, join me for the pregame show at 2.30. Mount St. Joseph hosts Earlham Saturday at 3. And you can catch all the action against the Quakers at 2.30 on UltimateSportsTalk.com.
Well, one final score this afternoon. Ohio State defeated William and Mary's 97-62 to today. Here it is a two-point Mount St. Joseph lead. And Anderson will have the basketball to open up the third quarter of play. They'll be going from left to right across your computer screen. And they come out with their starting lineup, Hackler, Minier, Love, Newby, and Watson. With the basketball is Newby. Newby gets the basketball to Hackler. Now over to Dunn. Dunn with it on the left-hand side. Dunn gets it to Newby. She's going to shoot the long three left lane. No good. And the rebound taken down by Lainey Studer. Studer will bring it up from right to left on the right-hand side to Tucker. Tucker back outside to Studer. Lobs a pass into the right corner to Hudson. Back out front to the right wing to Tucker. Tucker with against the 2-3 zone. Top of the key, Studer. 15 on the shot clock. Down on the right baseline, Haberthy dribbling in on the right side of the lane. Tried to go over to the left side, and the ball was taken away on the play by Anderson. They'll bring it up the floor with Newby. Gets go, it off Tom. to Hackler. Now Newby just keeps it on the baseline. Tried to throw a pass across court. It was kicked out of bounds by Aaliyah Huff. And it will stay with Anderson. 16 on the shot clock. Hey. 9-10 left to go in this third quarter of play. We've just begun from the O.C. Lewis Gymnasium here at Anderson. Putting the ball in play is Watson. Watson inbounds it to Newby. Newby with the basketball on the right top of the key to Dunn. Dunn, Hannah Dunn with two points in the first half. Gets it down to Hackler. Ball out front to Dunn. Ball loose near the timeline. And then Dunn dribbled it off her knee and out of bounds. And the turnover gives it back to the Lions. In the first half of the ball game, Anderson committed nine turnovers. We'll check that. And more than that, 15 turnovers in the first half. Now they've got 16. 8.47 left to go. Studer left side with 18 on the shot clock. Lobs it under to Huff. Huff posting low inside the lane. Fall away five footer short. Rebound loose in the floor and it's picked up by Love. Love will get it up the floor to Newby. Newby into the front court. Newby with the basketball. Cross court to the right hand side. To Hackler. Put it up and in from three. That's the first three pointer of the ball game by Anderson. And they lead it 28 to 27. Into the front court is Huff. Huff off to Tucker, top of the key Studer, left wing Haberthy. She's going to shoot the left wing. Three got it! That's her first three of the ball game. She's got seven, and it's 30-28. to 28. The Lions have regained the lead. Full court pressure put on by the Lions. With it is Hackler. Into the front Dunn. Dunn. Bounce pass underneath the love. Took it away from Huff. Laid it up and in, and Huff will get called for the foul. Love with nine. Foul is called on Aaliyah Huff. That's her second. First against the Lions as a team here in the third quarter of play. And we are tied up at 30 with 7.56 left to go. Love will try to give Anderson the lead. It is no good. And what do we have? A lane violation called against Love, I believe. Somebody stepped in for Anderson into the lane early. Huff will leave the ball game. Now Merritt checks in. Courtney Merritt, first time here in the second half. She had two in the first half. Studer will bring it across. 7.50 left to go in the third quarter. Haberthy, top of the key. Studer to the free throw line. Merritt drives around Love. Laid it up. No, but a foul is going to be called on Love as she bodied up to Merritt on the way to the bucket. That's the second personal foul against Love. And going line left will be 
is that going to be? They're going to say it was away from the ball, and it'll be Hudson going to the line. So Hudson will go line left, puts it up and in. Haley Hudson with her first point of the ball game. First trip to the strike, and it's 31-30. Lions with the lead. Hudson hits both. She's got two. Lions with a two-point lead, 32-30. 7.45 to go in the third quarter, and full court pressure put on by the Lions. All they're trying to do is disrupt this Anderson offense. Newby will bring it into the front court, guarded by Tucker. Newby to the left wing, hands it off. Around a pick set by Hackler. Gets it off on the right-hand side to Watson. Watson looked like she walked with the basketball, and now she did it again, and that time they got her for it. Third turnover here in the second half of play. 18 in the ball game for Anderson. 7.28 left to go in the third quarter. It's 32-30. Lions with a precarious two-point lead. Bounce pass right of the lane. Hudson. Demerit back out to Hudson. Now top of the key, Studer. Studer drives right of the lane. Dumps a pass off to Merritt on the right corner. To Haberthy for the long three right wing. Spun it in and out. No good. And the rebound comes out long to Newby out front. Newby feeds it into the front court to Hackler. Hackler up the right side. Bounce pass to Watson. Got the ball taken away by Haberthy. Haberthy ahead of the pack. She'll drive the length of the floor. Lay it up with the right hand. Good. Haberthy with nine. She's come to life in the third quarter. And it's 34-30. Lions with a four-point lead. Inbounds pass was knocked out of bounds by the Lions. Now Love will come in, and Hannah Hawkins, with four points in the first half, will check in as Love leaves. 6.53 left to go. And the officials are going to confer again. We've had more conferences in this ballgame by the officials than we've seen in quite a while. 6.53 remaining to go in the third quarter. 34-30 Lions. Their biggest lead today has been seven. That was early in the second quarter. Full court pressure again. Inbounds. Anderson has it on the right-hand side to Dunn. Dunn hooks a pass to Newby. Newby now will bring it across the timeline and double teamed. And a foul is going to be called on Hudson. Haley Hudson gets called for the foul. Boy, if they're going to call those kind of fouls, we're going to be here all night. Men's game will never get started. Haley Hudson with her first personal and the second against the Lions as a team. Inbounds pass into the backcourt goes to Newby, guarded by Tucker. But Newby brings it across. Newby behind the back dribble. She double dribbles with the ball. No call. Gets it off to Ware. Ware who's back into the ball game. Put it up from five. No good. Rebound taken out of the crowd by Merritt. Merritt will bring it up for the Lions. Up the right-hand side to the top of the key. Now spins it back out front and gets it off to Tucker. Tucker with the basketball, left wing to Studer. Studer to the free throw line, Merritt, back out front to Tucker for the three. Off the back iron, no. Rebound comes down to Merritt. Merritt inside the lane, bounce pass out to Tucker. Courtney Merritt underneath pass to Hudson, and Hudson goes to the bucket, and she is fouled on the play by Hannah Hawkins. Hawkins with her second personal foul, and the second against Anderson. Nick at the third against Anderson as a team. Hackler is going to leave the ball game and McCormick checks back in for the Ravens. Tucker is going to inbound the basketball to Haberthy and Haberthy gets pushed from behind on the way to the bucket on the lay-in and she'll go to the line. Didn't make the bucket. Foul called against Jordan Ware. That's her first. And Haberthy will go line left. 
She had four in the first half. She's got five here in the second half, and she'll go to the line. Shooting two, puts that one up and in. She's got ten. Second game today is going to get underway at 3 o'clock. The Anderson men hosting the Mount St. Joseph men. That one should be a good one. Stick around for that one. Second one by Haberthy is good again. Maddie with 11 in the ball game, And it's 36-30. Lions with a six-point lead. Inbounds, McCormick in the backcourt. Crossover dribble. Brings it across the timeline. Double team near the timeline. Now gets it top of the circle. On the left-hand side to Jordan Ware. She's going to put it up. No good. Rebound taken down underneath by Hannah Hawkins. And Hawkins is going to get go up for the shot. Missed it, but she's going to get the benefit of the foul call. And that's on Laney Studer. And that's her third. Three against the Lions. And Hawkins will go line right. She is 0 for 2 from the stripe, and she'll get to try to improve that right now. Puts that one up and in. Hawkins has got five, and Dan Benjamin's going to pull Studer with those three personals. And Markham is checking into the ballgame for the Lions. 5.55 remaining in the third quarter. Second one by Hawkins is no good. Rebound taken down by Dunn. Dunn dribbles out of a crowd, gets it off to where baseline right, back out front to Dunn. Dunn with it on the offensive rebound, back out front to Newby. Newby over to Dunn, top of the key, she'll dribble left of the lane, feed a pass out front, they're going to reach in, call a jump ball, and it'll go back to Mount St. Joseph. So the quick jump ball call benefits Mount St. Joseph with 5.40 left to go in the third quarter. It's a five-point Lions lead. 36-31. Bringing it into the front court will be Tucker. Tucker across the timeline, looking over the 2-3 zone. Lobs it to Merritt at the free throw line. On the left side, Tucker. Tucker with the basketball. Goes underneath on the play to Merritt. Put it up no good, and Hannah Hawkins grabbed the rebound. Hawkins bringing it up. Brooklyn Sturwood into the ballgame now for the Lions. Sturwood into the contest. She is a 5'3 junior out of Mother of Mercy High School. Hawkins on the right side, shuffled the feet and walked with the basketball. Now a timeout is going to be taken by Anderson. 5-10 left to go in the period. Number three, your score. Mount St. Joseph 36, the Ravens 31. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. While you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAP's menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. Well, here's an upset in college basketball. Number one, Duke lost this afternoon. They fell to unranked Boston College, 89 
to 84. So the Blue Devils will drop from number one. They still probably have the best team in college basketball. 36-31, your score here. Anderson down on the scoreboard by five. Lions have the basketball, top of the key to Tucker. Tucker with it. That 2-3 zone of Anderson has bothered the Lions here in this ballgame. Merritt, baseline left, put up the 15-footer, no good. And Love grabs the rebound. Love clears it off to Newby, and she'll bring it across from left to right into the front court. Newby with it, looking around the left-hand side. Can't find anyone. Got the ball knocked free by Tucker, but picked up by Newby again. Newby going to dribble inside, and she double-dribbled with the basketball. The official said the ball was tipped away. Newby was dribbling it when he said that. Then she picked it up and then dribbled again and was confused because I think she thought the official meant she could dribble again when he mentioned that it it was knocked away. Lions with the basketball. Four and a half left to go in the third quarter. On the right-hand side, Haberty bounce pass to Hudson. Hudson, loose the ball, loose on the baseline. Sterwood tried to pick it up, but the ball is loose, and it's taken away by Newby. Newby in the backcourt, stolen back back by Hudson. On the left-hand side to Sterwood. She's going to drive left to the lane, put up the shot, blocked out of the air by Love and pulled down by Love. Now double-team, Love on the baseline. Love can't find anyone. Love double-team, now gets the ball to Hawkins. Up the floor to Newby. Newby into the front court to Hackler. Down on the right baseline. Ware walked with it, put it up and in. Jordan Ware. Now check that. That was McCormick. McCormick with the bucket. She's got four in the ballgame. And it's 36-33. With it is Haberthy. To the right elbow, Hudson. Back out front to Tucker. Swings it over to Sterwald. Sterwald bounce pass to Merritt. Jump pass left baseline. It goes to Hudson. Right back to Merritt. In the lane from 12. Short. Rebound taken down by Love. Love is playing on pure adrenaline. Up the floor is Hackler. Hackler down to the right corner. Double teamed in the corner. Back out front to Newby. She's going to shoot the long three off the back iron. No. Love got the offensive rebound. Love right back up in front of Merritt. No good. Rebound. Hannah Hawkins. Tough it in. Hawkins with seven, and Anderson has clawed their way right back into this one. They're down by a point at 36-35 with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Anderson has taken the punch in the mouth and delivered one right back. Tucker with it on the left-hand side to Sterwald. Sterwald to the free-throw line to Merritt. Right wing, Haberthy for three. No good. Rebound comes out long into the hands of Megan Newby. Newby will bring it up the right side. Shut off by Haberthy. Now down to the right baseline. Newby pushed off. No call. Out front to Hackler. Left wing to McCormick for the left wing. Three drilled it. McCormick has got seven. And she just has given Anderson the lead at 38-36. to 2.25 to go in the third quarter. Tucker, left side to Haberthy, now top side to Tucker again. To Sturwald, sideline right, bounce pass to the right elbow to Hudson. Hudson, ball knocked free, chases it down in the baseline. Out front to Tucker, though. Tucker, steps to her left, goes to the right, drives into the lane, and is fouled on the way to the bucket. Tucker got knocked to the floor. Foul is going to be called on Olivia Love. That is her third. And that's the fifth against the Ravens as a team. I've got him for five. Yeah, it's going to be two shots. Boy, I, boy, they better look at that again. Tucker spins that one up and in and out. No good. Huff is back into the ball game along with Markham. Sturwald is stepping out. So is Merritt. 
Jordan wears back into the ball game along with Dunn also for Anderson. 2.09 left to go. Second one by Tucker. That one is off the back iron. No good. And the rebound taken down by Hawkins. She's got six rebounds tonight. Two of them offensive. On the right side, Ware. Bounce pass underneath. Is knocked away. Kicked away by Markham and out of bounds. And it will stay with Anderson. Two minutes to go in the third quarter. 22 on the shot clock. Newby will inbound it right of her own bucket. Inbounds it outside. Sideline right to Dunn. Now back out front to Hawk Watson. Watson with it. Gets it off to Dunn. 17-footer from the free throw line. No good. Rebound taken down underneath by Hawkins. Outside Huff on the right side. McCormick put it up. No good. And the rebound taken down by Haverson. Haverson will bring it up the right-hand side into the front court. Off to the left-hand side to Hudson. Now back to Haverty. Hudson with it at the free throw line. Top of the key to Tucker. Now on the left wing to Haverty. Haverty looking for the shot. A minute and a half to go in the third quarter. 38-36 Anderson. Tucker with it at the right side around a pick by Huff. Back out front to Markham. Markham dribbles to the free throw line with the left hand. Now to Haverty. To the line, to the lane. And she's going to be hammered by Ware on the way to the bucket. Ware will get hit with the foul. That is her second. And going line left will be Haberthy. Maddie, 11 points. Seven here in the third quarter. And she's two for two from the line, and she'll shoot two shots. Put it up and in. Haberthy with two, draws the Lions within one with a minute 17 to go in the third. Second one by Haberthy is up, and that one rattles in also. So Haberthy ties the ball game for the fifth time today. This time at 38. Hawkins against the pressure. Back to Newby. Newby, double teamed in the backcourt. Hook pass. Goes to Watson. Watson's going to bring it across into the front court. Watson with it. Got the ball knocked free, but right into the hands of Newby. And then tried to feed a pass underneath, and it was kicked out of bounds by Hudson. 38-38. A minute four to go on the game clock. 17 on the shot clock. Love will come back in for Anderson and leaving is Hawkins with seven points and six rebounds. Getting the inbounds pass is Newby, and Newby pushed off against Tucker, threw her to the floor, and a foul on Newby. And it's her first of the ball game. Player control foul, so it'll give it back to the Lions. Now Merritt is going to come in. Merritt in, and Huff will leave with one minute exactly left to go in this third quarter. We are tied up at 38. Haberthy, I don't think she's gotten a breather in this ballgame. Gets it into Tucker, and Tucker has the top of the key. Tucker left of the lane. Goes to Markham, now back to Tucker. Tucker with the basketball on the right-hand side. 16 on the shot clock. Right baseline, Merritt. Merritt back to Tucker. Top of the key, Haberthy. Haberthy drives right of the lane, all the way to the bucket. Throws it up, no, off the backboard, but a foul against Maddie on the way to the bucket and she'll go to the line. And that's going to be on Ware again. That is her third. 38-38 and Haberthy will go line left looking to give the Lions the lead shooting two. And she puts that one up. No good off the back iron. 38.4 seconds left to go in this third quarter. Second one up. That one's good. Haberthy with 14 gives the Lions the lead at 39 to 38. 
Now into the basketball game is Needler. Needler with the basketball. Got it off to Ware, and Ware is going to be fouled on the way to the bucket. And that foul will be called on Markham. Mackenzie Markham with her first personal. That's the fourth against the Lions as a team, so the common foul. Needler will put it in play underneath her own bucket for Anderson. Needler looking underneath, looking underneath. Now gets it on the left block to Watson. Watson will drive inside the lane, throw it up off the side of the backboard, a wild shot, and it's taken down by Hudson. Clears it off into the front court to Tucker. Tucker with 19 seconds left to go in the third, and the shot clock is off. Tucker with the basketball. 13 seconds, 12 seconds to go in the third quarter. Tucker, left wing, Markham for the three. Left wing, grilled it! Mackenzie Markham with her first three of the ball game. Up the floor, next three and out of bounds by Hudson. That's the end of the third quarter of play. Markham gives the Lions a four-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Your score, it's the Lions 42, Anderson 38. The Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're now just yards behind their old location into the Dahai Plaza. But only the location has changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best burgers and wings in town and offer a family-style atmosphere that's relaxing to everyone. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11 o'clock, now in the Delhi Plaza. Family-owned and operated, Casa de Sassi is built on timeless principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Your trust is vitally important, which is why Casa de Sassi takes care of you like part of their family. With timeless values, their products are made to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. They offer granite, ledgestone, limestone, and more. Providing a quality product is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek. Call now, 330-830-9760. Maddie Haberthy leading the way for the Lions here this afternoon with 14 points. Laney Studer's got 13, but she's on the bench. Now she comes out to start the fourth quarter of play with three personal fouls. Remember that. So Studer's in the ballgame with Tucker, Haberthy, Hudson, and Merritt on the floor. A small lineup for Dan Benjamin and the Lions. Newby lost the handle of the basketball. Anderson had it to open up the fourth quarter of play, taken away by Tucker. Tucker up the floor to Studer. Got the ball on the lay into Merritt, up and in. Merritt, nice give and go. She's got four, and it's 44-38. Watson in the backcourt, splits the double team, gets it across the timeline to the top of the key. Off the dud, layup left side, no good, rebound Merritt. Merritt got the ball, knocked away and stolen away by Newby. Newbie with the basketball between the circles, down by six. Around a pick by Dunn, down on the right-hand side to Watson. Watson again around a pick by Dunn as they're trying to run a pick and roll. Top of the key, Love. Love got the ball knocked free, and there's the fourth foul on Studer. So Laney Studer is going to have to sit. She's got four fouls in the ballgame, and Markham, who hit the three at the end of the third quarter, checks back in. 44-38. Lions with a six-point lead, and Studer, the point guard, sits with four personal fouls. She had to sit most of the third quarter, and now she's going to sit a portion of the fourth. Newbie, started by Tucker, down on the right baseline. 
to Hackler. She's going to shoot the three from the right wing. No good. And the rebound taken down by Aaliyah Tucker. Tucker will bring it up the floor. Gets it to Haberthy all the way to the bucket. Lead it up in here. Haberthy with 16. Timeout, Anderson. Full timeout. 8.44 left to go in the ball game. And your score now, it's Mount St. Joseph 46. And the Ravens, 38. Inner Blessings, Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast has been made possible by Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions, call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Anderson will have the basketball on the back baseline after that timeout. The Ravens have two left. The Lions have four remaining here in this fourth quarter. Watson with the basketball. She'll bring it into the front court. Gets it off the love at the three-point arc. Dribbles down to the right baseline. Back outside to Dunn. Dunn not only traveled, but double dribbled. And then the foul will be called. And Dunn gets benefit of the foul called against Haley Hudson. That is her second and the second against the Lions as a team. Second game coming up at 3 o'clock. Anderson and Mount St. Joseph on the men's side. Inbounds pass to Love. Love's going to put it up. Hung it on the iron. No, and a foul will be called against the Lions. And that is going to be against Courtney Merritt. That will be her first. And the third against the Lions as a team. 46-38 your score. Lions with the lead. The going line right will be Love. She shoots it off the back iron. No good. Love, one for four from the line here this afternoon. Love line right for the second one. That one goes. Love's got ten in the ball game. Into the contest now is Hawkins. Hawkins with seven points, six rebounds. Love will sit with ten points, and she's got eight rebounds. 46-39. But this has been the modus operandi in each quarter. The Lions start out fast, and then Anderson comes back. 8-19 left to go. Merritt gets a bounce pass underneath on the right-hand side to Haberthy, and Haberthy is fouled shooting the basketball. So Haberthy will go line left, and the foul is called against Megan Newby. That's her second. And the first against Anderson here in the fourth quarter. Haberty shoots the free throw up and in. She's got 17 in the ball game. Now McCormick is back in and sitting down is Rihanna Watson with those six points. Second one by Haberty rattles at home. She's got 18. If I'm not mistaken, she had 18 against Rose Holman on Wednesday night. Inbounds pass made to Ware, and Ware will bring it across the timeline. Ware falls to the floor, and she walked with the basketball. Tried to split the double team and fell right over. 
21 turnovers in the ballgame against Anderson so far with eight minutes left to go in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, excuse me. On the right hand side, Anderson playing that 2 3 zone. Haberty has it right wing. Now back out front to Tucker. Scooter's on the bench with three fouls, four fouls, excuse me, remember that. Tucker's going to drive right of the lane, put up the floater off the glass rim, no good. Rebound loose on the floor, and it'll be taken away by Jordan Ware. Ware now gets it off to Newby, and she'll bring it up from left to right, down by nine. Into the front court, Newby, Newby picked up her dribble, can't find anyone. She still can't find anyone, and now a timeout is going to be taken. Well, it looked like the... Lindsay Shade was trying to call a timeout, but the official wasn't looking at her, and the five-second violation is going to give it back to the Lions. So another turnover against Anderson. Gives it back to Mount St. Joseph, leading by nine. Into the front court. Tucker, hook pass over on the left baseline, underneath the Hudson. Hudson put it up, blocked out of the air by Hawkins, but Haberthy got it back to Tucker, back to Maddie Haberthy, right baseline. Gets it off inside the circle. The Hudson put up the shot, blocked by Hawkins. Hawkins with her second block of the night. Off on the left side to Markham for three, drilled it. Markham with six on two three-pointers, and they've both been crucial, and it's 51-39. Hawkins the other way, laid it up too hard. Rebound loose, comes down into the lane to Dunn, laid it up and in. Hannah Dunn with her fourth point of the ball game, and it's 51-41. Lions with the lead, 6.40 to go in the ball game. Markham on the left-hand side, now to Tucker, right wing to Haberthy. Haberthy outside the arc to Tucker. To the free throw line, Merritt. Merritt bounce pass, left baseline to Hudson. Dribbles left of the lane, top of the key, Tucker. Foul away from the ball. No, a three-second violation called against the Lions underneath. Laney Studer's going to come in. Studer will check in, and leaving is Hudson. Ten-point lead, and Dan Benjamin rolling the dice with that ten-point lead. But Studer won't pick up her fifth foul. Bring it across as Hackler for Anderson. Hackler has it. Gets it off on the right-hand side. To Newby. Newby got her pocket picked by Tucker. Tucker leads the break up the floor all the way to the bucket. Lays it up, and she's fouled from behind by Newby. And going to the line will be Haberth. Tucker. So Tucker will go line left. Shooting two. Foul is going to be called on Newby. Tucker tonight, four points in the ball game, one for four from the line. That was nice play by Tucker defensively to get the ball back. She puts that one up with the back iron and it went straight up and came straight down through the bucket. She's got five in the ball game. Love is in, Dunn leaves. Love in with ten points. And eight rebounds. Second one by Tucker. No good. And Love grabbed the rebound, fell to the floor. And what's the call? They're going to call a foul, I believe, on Markham. Love went straight up, grabbed the rebound, came down on Markham's foot, and they called the foul on Markham. So that is her second personal. So Anderson has the basketball underneath the Hawkins. Hawkins put it up and in, and she's fouled from behind by Tucker. Oh, boy. 
Tucker with her second personal. Hawkins with nine. Six minutes to go in the ball game. And Hawkins goes line right. They're down by nine. Hawkins makes it eight. Hawkins with ten. And it's 52-44. Not a good time for the officials to start calling weird things. With it on the left-hand side is Markham. Markham top of the circle on the right side, Tucker. Tucker looking for someone underneath. Now dishes it off to Haber through the right corner. She's going to shoot the long three. Drilled it. Maddie Haberthy is feeling it. She's got 21 in the ballgame. Timeout taken by Mount St. Joseph. It's a 30. 5.36 remaining to go in the ballgame. We're going to keep it right here. 55-44. to 44. The Lions have taken the lead here in this one. Coming into the ballgame for the Lions is going to be Rachel Fairfield, the 6'3 senior. She's got two points and a rebound in the ballgame. And let's see who she's coming in for. And it looks like she's coming in for Studer. Tucker is staying out on the floor along with Merritt, Markham, and Haberthy. Merritt's done a great job inside tonight. She's only got four points. But she's also got four rebounds. But she's the shooter that Anderson now has to pay attention to at the free throw line out of that 2-3 zone. Bringing it up is Hackler. Hackler into the front court. Bounce pass to Newby. Newby with it between the circles. Crossover dribble around a pick by Love. Top of the circle. Left side of the circle. Out front. Almost done by Haberthy. Off to where? Right baseline. Dumps it off to Love. Left of the lane. Put it up and in. Good interior passing by Anderson. Love with 12. And it's 55-46. Lions lead it by 9. Into the front court is Tucker. Five minutes to go in the ball game. Tucker into the front court. Left-hand side to Haberthy. Left baseline Merritt. And then Merritt had the pass stolen away by Hawkins. Hawkins gets it up the floor to Love. Love drives the lane. Lays it up and in. Love with 14. And it's now a 7-point. Lions lead 55-48 and now the Lions are going to use a full timeout. 4.42 left to go in the ball game and your score from Anderson it is now the Lions 55 the Ravens 48. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. After an opening game win, the high school basketball season continues for the Roger Bacon Spartans this Friday night. The conference season starts as the Spartans host Bishop Fenwick. Roger Bacon opened their season with a 51-40 win over Madera, while Fenwick also won their opening game. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday night as the Roger Bacon Spartans play their first game at home against Fenwick. The pregame show starts at 7.15 with the tip-off at 7.30. It's high school basketball on the air Friday night on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 
After that timeout, the Lions have the basketball, and Laney Studer has re-entered the ballgame with those four personal fouls. Studer, left of the wing, gets it off to Haberthy. Left baseline, three, got it! Haberthy has got 24 in the ballgame. Three three-pointers in the contest, and the Lions lead it now by 10, 58 to 48. Newby up the right-hand side, hounded by Hudson to the top of the key. Left wing it goes to Hackler. Hackler, left corner, back out front to Watson. Watson, now top of the key, Hawkins. On the right wing, the newbie. Newbie's going to shoot the long three. Line drives it off the back iron. No. Hawkins got the rebound. Back up and in. Boy, Hawkins has got a great wingspan. If she gets her hands on the ball, you can barely block the shot. It's 58-50. Lions with an eight-point lead in the ball. Studer, top of the key. Hook pass underneath the Hudson. Out front to Haberty, left wing. Now to Studer. Studer top of the circle. 13 on the shot clock. Left wing to Haberty. Top of the key, Hudson. Dribbles right side. Off to Tucker, right wing. Around a pick by Hudson. Tucker to the line. To the lane. Spins it back out. Three on the shot clock. Underneath the Hudson. Put up the shot. Blocked out of the air by Hawkins. And the shot clock violation gives it back to Anderson. Three blocks this afternoon for Hawkins. She is a 6'1 freshman, but I'll tell you what. She's more like 6'8". And I'm not kidding. She is not 6'1". If she's 6'1", I'm 5'10". <laughs> three, three and a half minutes to go. Bringing it up on the right-hand side. Newbie knocked away and out of bounds by Tucker. It'll stay with Anderson. 3.24 left to go. Wisconsin Oshkosh is leading Mount Union in the championship game 21 to 10 in college football. Watson is going to put the ball in play, and she does to hack. Hackler gets it back out front to Newby. Newby guarded by Tucker. Newby on the left side of the lane. Gets it back out front to Hawkins. Hawkins on the right wing. Hawkins gets the basketball, and underneath Hawkins is going to be called for a three-second violation. I think she forgot she was standing in the lane. That is 23 turnovers unofficially here in the ballgame against Anderson. Eight-point lead by the Lions. Three minutes to go in the ballgame. Into the front court comes Haberthy. Now off to Tucker. Back to Studer, left corner. Out front, Tucker. Tucker with it to the left of the lane. Pulls up from 13 off the side iron. No good. Rebound loose on the baseline. Tucker almost had it and then stepped out of bounds with it. So that gives it back to Anderson with 2.52 left to go. Big defensive possession here by the Lions. Full court pressure. And bringing it across will be Newby. And Newby got the ball knocked free by Tucker and out of bounds. Newby now will let Watson put it in play just to the right of us here at the scorer's table. And Watson will inbound it in the backcourt to Newby. Newby will bring it across from left to right. Pounded by Tucker to the top of the circle. We're a pick by Love. Drives all the way to the bucket. Throws it up off the glass. No, but a foul will be called on the Lions on the way to the bucket. And Newby will be shooting two. And the foul will be called on Aaliyah Tucker. That's her third. Lions are over the limit. Doesn't matter because Newby was shooting the basketball anyway, and this is her first trip to the bucket, to the strike today. Put that one, rattled it in and out, no good. 2.41 left to go in the ballgame. It's 58-50. 
Lions lead. Second one by Newby. No good off the back iron. Push, she missed two of them. Push. And the rebound, Aaliyah Tucker. Tucker will bring it up from right to left to the top of the key in the front court. On the left-hand side to Studer, back to Tucker. Tucker directing the offense now for the Lions as they move Studer over to a wing spot. Stu- Tucker is going to drive the lane, put up a floater, left side, got it! Tucker's got seven, and it's 60-50, to 50, Lions by ten. Into the front court, Hackler up the floor to Love. Love on the baseline, put it up, won't go, she is called for the walk. That pass, they led her just a little too far, and she shuffled the feet on the way to the bucket. Ten-point Lions lead. 60-50 to 50 with 2-10 left to go in the ballgame. Into the front court. Come the Lions. Off the Studer. 17-footer. Off the side iron. No good. That was a quick shot. They didn't need that at that point. And Hawkins grabbed the rebound. Hawkins. Off the newbie into the front court. And what do we have here? The official on the far side blew the whistle. The shot clock, I don't think, ever reset. Because there's 10 showing on the shot clock, and now we'll have to converse and find out just how long they'll take. With a minute 53 left to go. And here's... And they're going to come over. Gonna going to be... About the best guess you can get is probably about five seconds on the shot clock for about 30, so probably about 25. So let's see what they're going to do. With a minute 53 left to go in the ball game, and let's. They're going to talk about it again. The officials will confer again and decide what they're going to do at 3 o'clock. Don't forget the second game of this doubleheader coming up. It's the men's game between Anderson and Mount St. Joseph. Tell you what, I've said it before, I'll say it again. There's more conversing in this than Congress does. They're still talking about this, how much time should be put on the shot clock. You could order a dozen pizzas quicker than this. And they're still talking about it. And now I think they're going to put, my guess is, or it's just about, they're going to put 21 seconds on the shot clock. I think that's a gift to the Lions. That's a great gift because I was guessing there should be about 24, 25 left on the shot clock. Nonetheless, it's going to be 21. So Anderson has the ball in midcourt. They inbound the ball to Newby. Newby on the right wing. Underneath pass to Hawkins. Hawkins put it up. No one a foul. It's called on Merritt. Courtney Merritt picks up her second personal foul. And going line right will be Hawkins. That's not a bad foul. Underneath, because Hawkins in the ball game is two for five from the line. So the freshman goes line right, eyes it, dips, shoots, and it's off the back iron. No good. Ten-point lead for the Lions. A minute 47 to go. Second one by Hawkins, line right. Dips, shoots. That one's good. Hawkins got 13 in the ballgame, splits the pair. 60 to 51 is the score. And now Anderson is going to take a timeout with a minute 47 left to go in the ballgame. This one has been one of those games where 
the Lions let Anderson believe that they could win this thing in each and every quarter. And it's come down to the end. And Anderson is down by nine, but they've still got hope with a minute 47 left to go in the ballgame. Maddie Haberthy, boy, what a second half she's had. 24 points, 20 of them coming in the second half of action. And they've needed it because Laney Studer has played this almost this entire second half in foul trouble. And Mackenzie Markham, boy, two big three-pointers by her. The freshman with six points to add on to the 24 for Haberthy. Nine-point lead. Lions have the basketball on the back baseline facing full-court pressure. Inbounds to Studer, back to Tucker, and a foul will be called on Newby. Newby gets hit with a foul, and that is the third against Anderson as a team. That is her fourth personal. So Newby, the point guard, with four. They don't... Lions would like to make her do the foul. Merritt, back to Tucker. Tucker's going to bring it up the floor. Into the front court, Haberthy, two on one. Haberthy left of the lane from 12, got it! Haberthy with 26 in the ball game, and it's 62-51. Lions with an 11-point lead. Hackler over to Watson, now back to Newby. Newby with it around a pick by Hawkins, right of the lane. Gets over to Hackler. Hackler for the three, right corner, got it! Timeout, Anderson. Eckler has shot the ball twice today, both times from three, and both times she's drilled it. She's got six. Timeout, Anderson. It will be a full, and with a minute 19 left to go in the ballgame, it is now Mount St. Joseph 62 and the Ravens 54. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. While you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAP's menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. Full court pressure put on by Anderson as they come out of that timeout. Inbounds pass made to Merritt, and Merritt is going to be fouled, bringing it across the timeline. Foul will be called on Rihanna Watson. That will be her first. That is the fourth against the Ravens as a team, so the Lions will inbound the basketball. Still a minute 14 to go in the ball game. Inbounds pass to Tucker, and now reach-in foul called against Watson again, and that will send Tucker to the line. Sometime he'll make the call. And I guess he was waiting for the official scorer to look at him first. Minute 11 left to go in the ball game. Tucker, line left. Shooting two shots. Put it up and in. Tucker has eight in the ball game. Out of the ball game is where, and Newby checks back in. They pulled Newby out of the ball game. Again, with that full court pressure, because she's got the four fouls. They don't want her 
fouling out. Second one by Tucker, good. Tucker's got nine. 64-54. This one is not to the exhale stage yet. Newby in the backcourt, double team. Gets a pass, stolen away by Mount St. Joseph. It's taken away by Haberthy. Laid it up in there. Now I think it's to the exhale stage. 12-point lead by the Lions with a minute to go in the ball game. Ball got free underneath the bucket. And they had to chase it down. Putting it in play will be Watson. She does the love. 66-54. Lions getting ready to look at their record at 5-3 and three and 2-1 and one in the Heartland Conference. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Newby, right wing. She'll shoot the three off the side iron. No. Rebound loose on the baseline. Hudson's got it. She's going to be tied up by Love. And the ball will go back to Anderson. And now... Now, Mount St. Joseph is going to call a timeout. And let's see. Yes, they are going to call a timeout, and it's going to be a full. Boy, it's to the point now where you can actually look at this one and say that the Lions are going to win it. This is going to be a full timeout by Dan Benjamin, and that is going to its going to leave him with one left. The Ravens have no timeouts left. There's 42.1 seconds left to go in the ballgame. The Lions have struggled this entire contest. They were tied up at 10 at the end of one quarter. They led by two at halftime, 27-25. They led by four at the end of three quarters, 42-38. But they have really busted it open, scoring 24 points here in the fourth quarter of play to 16 for Anderson. And the Lions lead it now 66-54. to They'll be back at home next Saturday taking on Earlham. So go on out and watch this bunch of freshmen play basketball along with Laney Scooter, a junior. 42.1 seconds left to go. Tucker's going to put the ball in play just to the left of us. And now they're going to move Tucker down to the end of the scorer's table. And Tucker's going to put the ball in play right in front of the Mount St. Joseph bench. And they inbound it into the backcourt to Studer. Studer with it, brings it up the right side, and she's going to be bodied up and fouled by Hackler. That's the first foul on Hackler here this afternoon. And Studer will go line left, shooting two. Hudson's going to come in at the next dead ball, too. Going line left is Haberty, excuse me, and Haberty hits the free throw. Boy, she has had a game. 29 points for Haberty. She's 8 for 10 from the line. Second one, good again. That's 9 for 11, and she's got 30 points. Off the floor, Newby lost the handle, knocked away by Hudson and out of bounds, and it will stay with Anderson. 34.8 seconds to go. You can put this one in the books, as Hawk Harrelson would say. 68-54. Lions are going to win it and go 5-3 and three on the year. We're going to keep it right here for the post-game show and pre-game show for the men's game. So stick with us then. Pass underneath the love. Knocked out of bounds by Hudson. 25.3 seconds left. Mount St. Joseph men are down in the foyer at the end of the floor 
ready to come out and warm up for their game. Inbounds pass goes underneath the Love, and Love ran right over the top of Haberthy, and Haberthy is going to be called for the foul. That's her third person. We got the backside covered. The women are going to get a week off. They'll play against Earlham at the Harrington Center on Saturday. Same as the men. Love, line right, put it up, hung it on the iron, and it won't drop. Love's got 14. Hawkins with 13. For Anderson. Second one by Love. That one's good. So Love with her 15th point of the ball game. 68-55. Off the floor. Stolen away by Love. Love in the backcourt. Knocked away from behind by Tucker and out of bounds. And it will return to Anderson. But there's 14.6 seconds to go. And it's still a 13-point lead by the Lions. 68-55. Putting it in play will be Newby. Newby left of her own bucket underneath. Looking inside, looking inside. Gets a bounce pass underneath on the play to Watson. And Watson goes up and is hammered on the way to the bucket. So Watson will go to the line. And that foul is going to be against Haley Hudson. Boy, a lot of fouls in this game. Both teams over the limit, of course. And Watson drills the free throw. She's got seven in the ball game. And it's 68-56, actually. And then the second one is good again. She's got eight in the ball game. And they put the scores on the wrong side. It's 68 to 50, 69 to 57. Yeah, it is 68-57. One second. That's the ball game. So, your final score here this afternoon. Mount St. Joseph wins the contest their fifth of the season with a less than impressive 11-point win here today. But, hey, at the end of the year, the W is the W. Your final score here today, Mount St. Joseph 68, Anderson 57. We'll be back to wrap things up and prepare for our second game this afternoon between the men right after this timeout. And the shot dropped. Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. That's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. After two conference games in a week, the Mount St. Joseph Lions get a few days off to prepare for their next opponent this Saturday, Earlham. The Lions play four of their next six at home with five inside the Heartland Conference. This is Dave Mitchell. This Saturday afternoon, the Lions are back in the Harrington Center at 3. And if you can't make the game with the Quakers, join me for the pregame show at 2.30. Mount St. Joseph hosts Earlham Saturday at 3. And you can catch all the action against the Quakers at 2.30 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. 
Well, your final score here again this afternoon, 68-57. to 57. The women of Mount St. Joseph win their fifth game of the year. They are now 5-3 and three on the season, 2-1 and one in the Heartland Conference as they defeat Anderson, who falls to 0-9 on the year, and they are 0-4 in conference play after today's ballgame. Boy, you cannot say enough about the effort that Maddie Haberty put forth today for the Lions of Mount St. Joseph. Haberty was simply outstanding in the ballgame. She was 9 of 16 from the field, 3 of 9 from three-point range, 9 of 10 from the strike. She had two rebounds, one offensive, one defensive, three personal fouls, three assists, five steals, and 30 points in 38 minutes. She only sat, only sat in two minutes of the ball game, and she had to play that amount of minutes here this afternoon because Laney Studer was in foul trouble for almost the entire second half of action, but Studer, even with being in foul trouble, still scored 13 points in the ballgame for the Lions. She was 5 of 9 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3-point range, 1 of 2 from the line. She had 4 rebounds, 1 offensive, dished out 3 assists, had 4 steals, and 13 points in 27 minutes of action here this afternoon. Mackenzie Markham, boy, she played outstanding too. Two of two from the field. That was both from three-point range. She ended up with a total of six points in 12 minutes of play. Four points to Courtney Merritt on two of eight from the field. She grabbed five rebounds. But the big thing that she did was Anderson's 2-3 zone was allowing the free-throw line jumper. Rachel Fairfield in the first half was unable to hit that shot. Fairfield went one of four in the first half from that free-throw line jumper. But when Dan Benjamin put Markham at the, or excuse me, Merritt at the free-throw line against that 2-3, that meant that Anderson had to respect that free-throw line jumper of Merritt's, and that changed the defense entirely. Merritt played 28 points today, had four points, 28 minutes, she had four points in the ballgame, had one steal, one block shot, five rebounds in the contest. Four points, or I should say nine points going to Aaliyah Tucker on two of nine from the field. Haley Hudson had two points in the ballgame, so did Aaliyah Huff, and Rachel Fairfield had two points in the contest. The Lions for the game, 22 of 63 from the field for 35%. They were 8 of 21 from three-point range for 38%, and shot 73% from the line on 16 of 22 from the strike. They also committed just 13 turnovers in the ballgame compared to 30 for Anderson here this afternoon. Anderson was led in the ballgame by the 15 points of Olivia Love. She was 6 of 10 from the field, 3 of 6 from the free throw line, grabbed 11 rebounds, and had two block shots, two steals in 27 minutes, 15 points. Hannah Hawkins had 13 points on 5 of 6 from the field, 3 of 7 from the charity strike. Hawkins had 12 rebounds in the ballgame, 6 offensive, 6 defensive, 13 points in 26 minutes of play. 
Eight minutes going to re or eight points going to Rihanna Watson, six points to Carly Hacker, five points to Rodnika McCormick, four points to Megan Newby, two points going to Jordan Ware in the ballgame for the total of 57. Anderson shot 23 of 52 for 44 percent. They were three of 11 from the three-point arc for 27 percent, and they were eight of 17 from the line for only. 47%. Anderson led the ball game seven times, the Lions eight times, it was tied up five times, and the lead changed hands nine times in the ball game. And your final score here this afternoon, 68 to 57. The Lions end up winning it. They are now five and three on the season, and they are two and one in Heartland Conference play.